Isaiah chapters 13 through 23 were a series of visions from the prophet Isaiah of God's judgment upon the nations of Isaiah's time 2,800 years ago around about the nation of Israel. God's judgment at that time was upon those nations for their wickedness, for their sin. Primarily, it was through the Assyrians. The Assyrian armies were on an invasion and conquering mission during that period of time. This is fascinating because it means that God can and apparently has in the past used the earthly instruments of evil kingdoms to accomplish his ends. Now, whether or not he still does that, that's up to you to decide. Does God change? It's a good question. So God used those evil kingdoms to accomplish his ends. At least he did at the time of Isaiah. Yes, that does bother some people, but I would suggest that God has the right to use whatever means or instrument he chooses to accomplish his ends. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. He can do with it as he pleases. Like it or not, that is the way things are. But Isaiah 24 shifts from God's judgment upon the nations during Isaiah's day through the Assyrians there in the 7th and 8th century BC to a seemingly future judgment that will come upon the whole of the earth. The judgment that begins in Isaiah 24 and extends through Isaiah chapter 27 is, shall we say, universal. Ultimately, everyone is subject to his judgment. No one is exempt. There will be no escape from the judgment that God will bring. Isaiah expresses the universality of this judgment when he writes this in Isaiah chapter 24 verses 2 and 3. And it shall be as with the people, so with the priest, as with the servant, so with his master. As with the maid, so with her mistress. As with the buyer, so with the seller. As with the lender, so with the borrower. As with the creditor, so with the debtor. The land shall be entirely emptied and utterly plundered. For the Lord has spoken this word. From the head to the toe. From the top to the bottom. From the palm branch to the bulrush. That's the top of the tree to the smallest shrub on the ground under the tree. All are subject to God's judgment. No one escapes. As the Apostle Paul would write in the New Testament in the book of Romans, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. God's wrath will be against all ungodliness and unrighteousness. So these chapters, chapter 24 through 27 of Isaiah, they have been called Isaiah's apocalypse, even though the language of this passage, it lacks the mysterious or poetic nature of many of the other apocalyptic passages of the Bible. But many teachers, myself included, see these passages as eschatological, meaning this deals with those things that will happen in the world immediately preceding the return of King Jesus, just prior to the fullness of his coming kingdom. The very thing that Christians have been praying for for 20 centuries. Every time they say, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So the wrath of God will be revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness. And this, it bothers some people because the idea of God's universal and inescapable judgment doesn't seem to be to some people to be just or justified. And to those that see this as unjust, they are concerned that they might possibly be one of those that is under his future judgment. So let me address those two concerns. First, 
If God's judgment seems to you to be unjust, understand that your sense of justice does not come from you. It doesn't originate from you. You did not come to this sense of justice on your own. This sense of justice originated from the just one, capital letters, J and O in just one. You were created in God's image and he is revealed in the scriptures as being the one who is holy and completely just. So he is more just than you can ever imagine or ever hope to be yourself. He alone is perfectly just. You only have a sense of justice. He is just. You could say that he is justice embodied, which means when you say like Abraham in Genesis chapter 18, the first book of the Bible, shall not the judge of all the earth do right? You are only playing at justice. He is perfectly just and he will be righteous in his judgments. Second thing to consider, if you are concerned that you may possibly be under God's future judgment, let me remove all doubt. You will be. You will be judged. And there is only one way to escape his perfect justice when his judgment comes. And that is to be found in Christ. In Christ alone is refuge from the coming storm of God's future wrath. Jesus on the cross absorbed the wrath due you and me. In him, as we trust in him for shelter and salvation, in him alone is shelter from the coming storm of God's wrath. Something to think about. We'll see you next time.